0: When it comes to drawing from others, it can seem overwhelming at times. Who do I draw from? What is it that I should draw from them? How to sift through all of that and try to figure out what makes sense, what's real for us? We'll discuss drawing from others, some simple strategies, and more on this episode of Today's Antidote.
1: and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Good How morning, Bob. Thursday? How are you today? I'm okay. All things considered, I'll take it. Good. 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 Same here.
0: Well, welcome, everyone, to our daily broadcast and podcast where we have a conversation around a topic. Today's topic, actually, this week's topic, is drawing from others. And today we'll discuss some simple strategies. To help you figure out how and what to draw from others we've already talked about this week about what it means why it matters yesterday we talked about why it's difficult usually thursday is our like the challenge day although i think we shifted it up switched it up which is okay so we look forward to the conversation and we look forward to your thoughts and comments if you have any please feel free to share them in the comments uh, because we know how much that helps our conversation as well as it might be the one thing that someone else needs. And then at the end of the show, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, today's antidote, to help you as you try to work through how you can draw from others and whether you leverage that today or somewhere down the road, we know that only impact what's real for you. And before we get to our topic, we always talk about our celebrations. And so, Bob, what are you celebrating today?
1: I'm celebrating the incredible medical care that we have in the Baltimore area. A friend of mine had an a unfortunate incident involving a son and uh, a vehicle in a crash, and uh, the medical care from the moment people got to him all the way to the Johns Hopkins Hospital has been just unbelievably great. We take it for granted until we need it.
0: Sure. I, I think that's great. I mean, I think it's, it's one of those things that we value about being in certain communities where you have, you're fortunate to have the type of care and services that, that we have, that we have here in the greater Baltimore area. So I love that celebration.
1: There you go. How about you?
0: I'm going to celebrate, and this is something that, uh, I'm, I know, cause I've sort of seen it a little bit about that situation you're talking about and some others of, you know, we talk about drawing from others a lot in terms of the business. And I think that one of the things we draw a lot from is the support of others at times when there are challenges, you know, watching my wife go through the loss of her mom and the support, how many people have reached out and sent notes, cards, done really thoughtful things um, is a great opportunity for us to draw from what they are able to provide, because at a time when we are not able to really move forward, sometimes it's very difficult. And so sometimes we have to draw on the support that others provide us. And I think that it's one of those amazing things, how in times of challenge, others are usually there and that we allow us to draw support from. And I know because I've already seen some of the comments and things on Facebook that in your in the situation you're discussing, there are lots of other people who are willing to share and to do whatever they can to be helpful, even if it's just you know, have a good thought or say a prayer. So mm-hmm. I think, the, you know, the things that sometimes we talk about here that usually are about people's business, I think, or work is something that can also apply very much to their lives. And so I think the incredible support that people provide that allows us to draw from them at difficult times, I think, is uh, something that I'd like to celebrate today.
1: I like that. That's really great. Very, very um, eloquently put. Thank you. Your, your eloquence there was necessary. I, I wasn't I wasn't in a place this morning for eloquence, but that really said it beautifully. So thank you for that. Sure. What are we going to share with I our could, renegade? Can we read from the good book, The, the Renegade Way? <laughs>
0: I love renegade. how it's become the good book. <laughs> I thought there was another good book. And okay, maybe so, there's room in the sh- world. Sh-
1: should I go with the Newer good book or the average good book? Probably, you know. No, go just stay with the good book. I think it might be Holy Thursday, so I think I'm I'm, I'm you going might there. be in
0: real trouble with that. It actually is Holy <laughs> Thursday, so yes.
1: Just so anyone anyone who's offended, I know what I'm saying, and I know I'm doing it for comedic effects. So please do not be offended. Holy and Thursday, yes,
0: probably not the best day to provide comedic
1: effect. Didn't think about it until it happened. I'm so sorry. So sorry. let me proceed. <laughs> Um, And it's usually an afternoon
0: thing. It's a bit, it's the afternoon of Holy Thursday. That's the real. Okay. All
1: right. So let me, we're, we're talking about renegades and renegades are the people who are carving their own pathway towards success. And this talks about renegade riches. Renegade riches come from the knowing, from enjoying the journey and from the rewards that come when you see how you have truly made a difference in the world. I could go on, but I think and notice it it doesn't talk in that section about money per se, because many of the rewards I've found have been not financial. There have been financial rewards, but there's also been great friendships. There's been great outreach from people. There's been great connections. There's been great discovery. There's been great humor with people. And there's also been great celebration. And I think those are the renegade riches that as as we move further along our journey, we start to realize that they are present. You know, just, uh, I think one thing for me is just understanding my customers better and really being able to make a difference in their lives in a profound way that that's what I'm called to do. I think that's what we all have available to us as we pursue that renegade part of us more and more. I like that. I like that a lot.
0: Excellent. All right. So now that we have done our celebrations, we have an opportunity to dive into our topic of the week, drawing from others. And it's interesting, you know, we even said a little bit about this before we came up with the show. We looked at like simple solutions and um, it's interesting to have, talk about simple solutions after having discussion about why it's difficult. Um, there's There's an interesting correlation there. Anyhow, do you want to start us off with this conversation about simple solutions to drawing from others?
1: I've never said this before, but Tom, I do not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There is a first for everything. All right, I'll start. Thank you. (laughs) Sure. So when I was thinking about it, you know, I'm I'm not sure there are simple solutions. I think one could be just being open to it, you know, and that's not always simple, even though it's a simple concept. To really be open to what others are, are willing to offer it can be challenging because we're not always sure that, oh, is this what I'm supposed to be open to? or Is that what I'm supposed to be open to? I mean, there's so much of it that it can really cause some some frustration in others. And so I think, you know, one of the things that I got thinking about when uh, I looked at the topic and was starting to think about an intro and what, what we might discuss was going to the extremes and... You know, there are so many things that you could draw from others. And so why not go to those people who you truly respect and re- and have hold in high regard and look at those people who you struggle with the way they interact or the way the things that they do or what they have to offer. And and it it sort of gives you the extremes and allows you then to figure out, well, from those extremes, where do I fit in? And, you know, because I think otherwise you you can't always um, see the vastness of possibilities. You know, you look at people who like you just see every day and whatever. And yes, can you draw from them? One hundred percent. Absolutely. And yet I'm not sure that it allows you to give the breadth of possibilities that allow that then gives you the chance to say, okay, within this realm, where do I fall? And I think, you know, it's something that I did sort of subconsciously. Um, because I've had supervisors that I thought were excellent and supervisors that are like, I would never lead that way in a million years. And and I think what taking that approach allowed me to say, it's going to be really difficult to replicate exactly what this person did that I really respected because they're unique and they're going to they have their, I don't know that I had all of the qualities that they had. And at the same time, I could see this is definitely not the direction that I would want to go. And so having those two extremes kind of allowed me to create, develop, modify, as I went along, how I wanted to be seen as a leader or how I wanted to lead. And and I think that, you know, that's one way that we can start to get the broad scope of all the possibilities and then figure out what's real for us.
1: What I like about that, Tom, is it's the power of, of observation. What you were describing there is you were just looking at what people were doing or what they weren't doing and drawing from that as opposed to, I think, a lot of times when we talk about drawing on resources, we're thinking about that. I need to ask someone a question. And often the answers are right in front of us without having to ask a question. You know, I observe what people do all the time. I critique their customer service. I critique how they handle the phone calls. And if you're really paying attention to how people do things, you can get a lot of real good tidbits. Um, I was at a restaurant over the weekend, and uh, it was a counter place where you paid at the counter. And the woman said, hey, there are going to be two questions that you have to answer before I can process your credit card. So I looked down, and she had waited on me. And instead of saying, you need to put a tip amount in there, which is awkward, first question was, would you like to leave a tip? And then it was, what percentage? What percentage? And I said to her, that's a great way to do it. She's like, I know my tips have gone up like 30% in the last two weeks since I've started to say that. And I said, that's really great. What made you think of it? She said, I was at another restaurant and I saw what the person did and they did exactly that. I got, I captured the wording and made it my own. I'm like, that's brilliant. We have that available to us. Absolutely. We, and we often don't, we're, we're expecting, you know, the magic answer to just fly in out of the sky and solve the riddle or help us from being overwhelmed and stuck. And I think a lot of times it's just simplifying it. That's another strategy I use is, you know, what is the real issue here? Not what's the drama part of it? What's all this, but what is that core thing that's really standing in my way? Because I think when I can simplify things to the real core, you start to go, well, this is just like that situation. I dealt with this before. It's masked as something new, but it's the same problem as I dealt with at my last job, or 10 years ago, or we studied this in college. Or I remember my father talking about this when I was like 10 years old. Oh, draw on that. I mean, those things are available to us. And it's, and I think the 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 fallacy that you've got to ask for help. Sometimes asking for help is just saying, I'm looking for help. Where can I find help in the world I'm already in? Without saying a word to a person.
0: Well, yes. And I think in, and I think that that is available. Sometimes I think that's harder than we think. Because we sometimes get stuck with the ancillary yes. problems. Um, and don't really get to the core of the problem. And I think that's one of the, the benefits of asking for help really drawing from others in a different way is they help us see through some of the those ancillary things that we think are what's standing in our way to help us get to the thing that really is standing in our way and i think that's that's one of the challenging things um and i think though sometimes when we can solve some of those ancillary things we can get closer and closer um by our
1: identifying maybe correct correct not always solve them just oh this is this. Absolutely. I'm and worried think- about how, how someone else is going to think about me if I do this thing I want to do. What if I did it? Oh, wh- that's not the most important thing. Most important thing is to head towards my goal or do what my customers really want me to do in whole rather than this one customer is going to be upset. Yeah, I,
0: I would say another simple tip that I would just say is um, try to not always be thinking about your stuff i love that one you know just as you like i just think about when i walk through the mall or i walk through the airport one of the things i love you to do in walk through airport. the mall
1: when was eh. the last time you walked through the mall where is their mall uh there's a mall in towson there's there's malls all over the I place well,
0: well i have, all have, right, a, I have an
1: office less than a half mile from that mall i haven't been in that mall in probably three and a half years hmm there has been COVID. So
0: there's been a reason to sort of stay away and malls have been the target of some things. So I can see why you would might want to stay away. So let's go with the airport. I love going to an airport and trying to figure out like, where are they going? Why are they there? And, and what are they trying to accomplish? You know, so often we're just so focused on how do I get from point A to point B? And I don't really care about anything in the middle. And I think when we take the time to observe, which again is what we were talking about earlier, what are others doing and how are they trying to accomplish it that we can start to see some things that might be able to help us. You know, and some of them are the craziest things. Like, you know, one of the biggest challenges if you have a toddler in an airport is they want to go. Yeah. And and you're like, well, and sometimes they don't want to sit in the little car seat that you have or the stroller. And so, you know, as crazy as it sounds, I've seen people with like, child leashes. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, you think, well, it's a kid, not a dog or another animal. And then you say, you know what though, at some point for them, and especially if you're a parent who has multiple kids, like if you're holding a baby in your arms and also trying to deal with a toddler, that at least allows you. And, you know, so for those of us who may think it's crazy, you might be like, huh, that's an interesting concept. How could that apply to something that I'm trying to think about is like, yes, I'm trying to juggle all these other things. And I know there's this one thing that keeps getting away from me. Like, what could I do to tether it to myself to be a little different? And I think that's just being open to watching and observing and seeing and and not just thinking about your first reaction to it. Well, that's why would anybody ever do that? And stopping to say, okay, what is the, the greater lesson there that we could take away from that? And I think that, you know, that's, that's just taking the time and not that it's always easy, although I think it could be, to be aware of what are other things going on around us and how might that not apply directly to that situation because we likely aren't going to be there to another situation that we are going to deal with. It's kind of like patience. You know, I, I watch people go up to counters and just be raped. Oh yeah. You know, poor workers who are like, they don't have any information. They don't have any control over what's happening. And yet they're getting yelled at by someone. And so, you know, those are one of those things that I watch and be like, okay. So during that time, how can I be more kind to those people to really say thank you, to appreciate what they're doing, to offer some support, um, or to just stay out of the way and allow them to have to deal with all the other things that are going on. So
1: I, I think that it's, um, Tom, I'm going to bet that comments from Jean, okay. uh, just the airport was one of the few places we ever used the kid leash, I'll share the story with you next Wednesday. So you may wonder why she's saying, uh, I'm I'm assuming it's Jean, um, next Wednesday, because she's part of the Renegade Success Network. And every Wednesday, the Renegade Success Network gets together, they have a check in check up Wednesday at 1pm. And they talk through what's going on in their world. I, did you lose me or did I lose you? Uh,
0: I think you lost me. I think it was Okay.
1: Me. So I was just saying we have a renegade success network. And what she's saying about next Wednesday is we get together for check-in, check-up. And there's a business component of it. There's a networking component of it. And there's often a, hey, you guys were talking about this thing the other day, and I have a story related to that. Would you like to hear it? So apparently next Wednesday, we'll hear a story about child leashes in the airport, which... I did not expect to have happen this week, but hey, you never know what's going on. And, yeah, I, and it, you, You're frozen again, Tom. Uh, I think I'm all right for the moment. but. And I've got to observe that you and I have chosen the most boring color or colors today for our clothing. You don't like my blue? Is it blue? It looks very gray to me. It's blue. And I've got like a olive color and on this brown wall just i i I feel like i'm blending in i need i need to i need to make a change so yes bob (laughs) bob with very little sleep is not the best bob i i can assure you so I think it's time to talk about that one thing. So what's your one thing today, Tom? Ha ha, beat
0: you to it. <laughs> That's okay. I figured you were going there. So I was going to allow you to go there. And, uh, um, you know, I think that as as I think about simple solutions, you know, what's funny is I'm not sure there are simple solutions to anything outside of like, okay, I need to get a glass of water. What do I need to do? Okay, just go, to, you know, tap and turn it on. I think that as when it comes to things, when it comes to trying to impact what's real for us, I think one of the most simple things is to step outside of us and see and observe and watch and glean from what others are doing. Because they offer so many things that it provides us with an opportunity to choose those things that we would like to incorporate into us into our, our, what's real for us. And I think, you know, the airport is such a fascinating place to consider that because there's so much going on. Um, you know, there are people fighting to get in line. There are people who are being really kind and helping somebody who needs some help. And so I think you, anytime you're around other people, you have the opportunity if you choose to really truly observe and watch, and then take from that, draw from that, those things that you see as either really valuable and you'd really like to incorporate into what you do or as we're like yeah I don't want to be that husband who's yelling at their wife because they're walking too slow and they're trying to get to the next gate and say how could I how could I do this differently if that was in my, me in that situation what would I do and I think that that what makes it simple is and hard all at the same time is it's being us willing to step outside outside of ourselves and mm-hmm. our concerns and sort of just observe what others are going through and then consider how might we be a, how might we do that differently
1: i like that a lot i'm going to go in a different direction a little bit which is this the solution you're looking for or what you're trying to figure out often isn't exactly the same thing. And I find often if I see an answer in one sector of my life, it can apply to others. And there's a the power of observation. You see something like the, the tip situation I described earlier really got me thinking about a customer service issue I have with one of the organizations I work with and how we could overcome a hurdle. And rather than saying, here's the hurdle, to the customer interactions, like, how can we let the customer figure out the hurdle and deal with it without presetting this as a hurdle? Because, you know, in the case of the tip, I was going to leave a tip. That wasn't a discussion. But some people that, really, you want a tip? Really? You're standing here in front of me asking for a tip? That feels really awkward. So the woman and person before her figured out a way around it. I think that's what we have available is taking what we observe in one area and applying it to another area. And then the other thing is when we observe, sometimes we get wrong. You know, we observe something with our filter and we might not see it the way it might actually show up for a customer, for other people. And we also might try something and it may not get us what we're looking for, but it gets us closer.
0: I'm not sure it doesn't, you know, that W word I choose not to use. So that's (laughs) I
1: knew as soon as I said it.
0: (laughs) No, I think that's I think it is. It's a really helpful tool is just and I think part of it is like that waitress who was at a restaurant being served was willing to step outside of her world to see like, huh, that was something that was really interesting. And it was something that made me feel comfortable more comfortable than whatever it was I was doing. And so maybe I could incorporate that in. And as you say, she might try that and it may not work the way she thought. She could be, okay, well, how do I modify then to maybe get closer to where it is that I would truly like to be that's going to make it easier for me to do the job that I need to do and to benefit and leverage the opportunities that are in front of me. So I like that. All All right, right, everyone. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, this has been an action-packed episode. I mean, we've gone from child leashes to suggestions to... I, To Holy I,
0: Thursday and joking on Holy Thursday. That's where we started.
1: Yes, please. Thank you for reminding me. That's good. <laughs> yes.
0: All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. We hope that uh, you have found a little nugget that you can use today or maybe somewhere down the line. And we would love for you to share your thoughts or your one thing because we know that by sharing that others will be able to draw from what you share. And it might be exactly the thing that they are looking for. So please feel free to put that in the comments on whatever social media platform you happen to be watching on. We love to see that. And we know others do as well. If you happen to be listening to the podcast and you're not sure where to comment, because really there isn't a place to comment, you can always go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group and you can comment there. We are talking about, we talk about our topic of the week all week long through various quotes and polls and concepts. And we would love for you to share your thoughts and ideas inside of one of those posts. Because we know again, that it will add to the value.
1: Oh, Tom froze again, he was doing so well. So with that folks, um, appreciate you being here. Welcome. Uh, hopefully Tom will be back shortly because he controls the magic button that makes it all work at the end. But really appreciate your time. Really appreciate your observations. Thank you. I think Gene for your comment, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the future at another time. Hopefully tomorrow morning, eight a.m. Eastern Time for the next episode of the um, today's antidote or in that Facebook group. So there you go, Tom. Play it out, and then you say good day everywhere. Have a great day, everyone. And then I say. Embrace the renegating you. And then we have a little chitter chatter after that, but we'll skip the chitter chatter because you'll freeze again.
0: Do I need to say that now that you've already said it?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: I'll say it anyways. I hope you all go out and have a great day.
1: We'll see you tomorrow. I did it already. Embrace the renegating you for the second time. There we go.
0: There we go. Not just telling people about it, but actually saying it. I think there's... All right, everybody, have a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter. Connect on LinkedIn or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.